Father God, we just welcome you right now. Father God, we embrace you right now. You see, in this world, we will have many, many enemies because of the adversary. But Father God, we stay covered with the blood of Jesus that was shed on Calvary. Father God, let our tongues confess Father God, let us rejoice and be protected in the presence of the Lord. Father God, you know, we become friends and we interact with people that's in the name of Jesus. And that tongue, Father God, can stir up much strife. And sometimes people sit up there and they talk about, well, you got to be Christian. To get along, but we see here, Sister Dottie People says, it's so hard to get along. Sometimes we got to cry to keep from those words coming out of our mouth. Sometimes we just got to be silent and close our eyes to get along. This afternoon, when we come here to worship God, let us not leave in the same way that we have come. Whatever burdens, whatever issues, whatever concerns, we are putting it up on the altar. As my sister in Christ, Reverend Monica Beasley Martin told me the other day, she said, Michelle, not everybody want to be saved. And it brought me to the scripture about you got to, Preach the word, and if they don't want to sit, receive it, you got to shake the dust from your feet. Let us not be agitated with those that choose temporarily not to receive the word. And let us close our eyes, raise our hands to the sanctuary. And if we got to cry, cry. To get along. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise God. 
from whom all blessings flow. Praise Him, all creatures here below. Praise Him above, ye heavenly hosts. Praise Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Amen, amen, amen. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Our feet have been standing within your gates, O Jerusalem. For a dead your course is better than a thousand elsewhere. I would rather be with your keeper, the house of my God, than to dwell with the wickedness. Because of the sake of the house of the Lord our God, I will seek your good. They that are planted in the house of the Lord. Blessed are they that dwell in thy house. Lord, I have loved thy habitation, the place where thy honor dwelleth. Amen. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Marvelous thing. I will sing a long piece and a justice to you, O Lord. I will sing. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. And uh, Sister uh, Nicole, if you would lead us with morning prayer. Is Sister Nicole on? Mm-hmm. Is Sister Nicole on? Okay, okay. Well, we're going to have a song. Amen. Praise God.
Yes, yes, in the name of Jesus. Endow us, oh God. Endow us, Father God. Father God, we just stand here with your grace and your mercy, and we just say hallelujah. Father God, as we see here of endowment, Father God, we pray for the gifts, Father God, that you have for us in our own portions, oh Heavenly Father. Father God, when we speak in tongues, there should be someone at that same time interpreting what is said, oh God. Father God, we just ask that you chastise us, that we do what is righteous in your eyes and according to your will, oh God. Father God, we thank you for everything that you have blessed us with and endowed us with, oh God. We thank you for your sustenance, oh heaven. Bless those that are on the line and that could not be on the line, oh God. May we put you first in our lives. Father God, we just want to graciously thank you again. We want to say that we love you, oh God. Father God, I just ask you to pour out your favor to my children, Patrick, Arlessa, and Brian. Father God, yes, in the name of Jesus. Father God, continue to be the hedge of protection over our house, minds, bodies, and souls. Father God, bless my mother in the name of Jesus. Yes, in the name of Jesus. My aunts, Darlene Culver and Irma Casey, in the name of Jesus. Father God, we just ask that you hold our hands. Father God, bless the Beasley Martin family in the name of Jesus. Yes, in the name of Jesus. And her niece and her spiritual mother in the name of Jesus. Father God, endow us with healing and, 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 and strength and prosperity, Father God, and the gifts of interpretation and speaking in tongues. Yes. Father God, with removing evil spirits, Father God. Yes. Yes, have your way in the name of Jesus Christ. I pray to you. Father God, you are always welcome here in our homes, minds, bodies, and souls. We receive you, oh Jesus. We receive you in the name of Jesus. Father God, let our, our words and our actions be aligned with our titles and the fruits, Father God, as we continue to learn that we are here not for ourselves, but to help rescue the lost souls. Father God, we stand not on no platforms, but we stand on unsinking sand. This we pray in Jesus Christ's holy name. Amen, amen, amen. Yes, in the name of Jesus. Yes, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Yes, amen. Oh, 
in the name of Jesus. Yes. Our scripture lesson will come from the book of Jeremiah and we will be reading out of the NIV, uh, the book of Jeremiah chapter 43, and we will read all of the 13 verses. That's Jeremiah chapter 43, one through 13. Praise God. Praise God. Um, do we all have Jeremiah chapter 43? Give me a minute. 
Sure, take your time. I'll play uh, some more of this beautiful song. This is by uh, Israel Houghton and the New Breed featuring Doe entitled Broken People. Chapter 43. Amen. Amen. Praise God. We will be reading uh, these scriptures responsibly. When Jeremiah had finished telling the people all the words of the Lord their God, everything the Lord had sent him to tell them. Azariah, son of Josiah, and son of Korea, and all the ignorant, arrogant men said unto Jeremiah, You are lying. The Lord our God has not sent you to say, You must not go to Egypt to settle there. But Barak, son of Neri, is inciting you against us to hand us over to the Babylonians so they may kill us or carry us into exile to Babylon. Okay. And all the army officers and all the people disobeyed the Lord's command to stay in the land of Judah. Instead of Johanan, son of Kari, and all the army officers led away all the remnant of Judah, 
who had come back to live in the land of Judah from all the nations where they had been scattered. They also led away all those from whom Nebuzaradan, the commander of the Imperial Guard, had left with Gilgadila, the son of Achim, son of Saphan, the men, the women, the children, and the king's daughters. And they took Jeremiah, the prophet, and Barah, son of Nariah, along with them. So they entered Egypt in disobedience to the Lord and went as far as Tephans. And how do you pronounce that word? I think it's Tapanis. I think it's Tapanis or something like that. In Tapanis. The word of the Lord came to Jeremiah. While the Jews are watching, take some large stones with you and bury them in clay in the brick pavement at the entrance to Pharaoh's palace and to Hapana. Then say to them, This is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel, says. I will send for my servant, Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, and I will set his throne over these stones I have buried here. He will spread his royal canopy above them. He will come and attack Egypt, bringing death to those destined for death, captivity to those destined for captivity and the sword to those destined for the sword. He will set fire to the temples of the gods of Egypt. He will burn their temples and take their gods captive. As a shepherd picks his garment clean of life, so he will pick Egypt clean and depart. Altogether, there in the temple of the sun in Egypt, he will demolish the sacred pillars and will burn down the temples of the gods of Egypt. May God add a blessing to the readers, hearers, and doers of his holy word. Yes, in the name of Jesus we pray. Amen. From all that dwell below the skies. From all that dwell below the skies let the creators praise arise let the redeemer's name be sung through every land and God spake all these words saying I am the Lord thy God who brought thee out of the land of Egypt out of the house of bondage thou shalt have no other God before me Lord have mercy upon us and incline our hearts 
to keep this love nearer, my God, to thee, nearer to thee, even though it be a cross that raiseth me. Still all my soul shall be nearer, my God, to thee, nearer, my God, to thee, nearer to thee. Hear what Christ our Savior saith. Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy mind. This is the great and first commandment and the second is like unto it. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself and on these two com commandments hang all of the law and the prophets. Glory be to the Father and to thy Son and to thy holy ghost as it was in the beginning is now and ever shall be world without end amen amen yes amen amen On the path to success, we find many adversities. What and to whom can be the stumbling block? Are we being spiritually punished for something? Or is there something or someone trying to hinder us from receiving Almighty God's blessings? Thinking outside the plantations is based on the evidence-based perspective. Evidence shows who and what is oppressing people today. The plantations of depression, suicide, domestic violence, and addictions will not define us. We have the power to become free. This book will guide you through breaking the chains, thus enabling you to step off those mental and philosophical plantations that impede your social growth. This book is written by abuse survivors and designed for your individual and group studies. Books are available on Amazon.com, both the instructor's manual and the individual book. So, you know, and that... Uh, is an eye opener. So, no, you're so it was 2019 you know, when I that was 19 when I went for emergency and they didn't know what was going on. You're right. You're right. You know what? And we didn't know. And 
the the beauty of God in 2018, he changed. He had no idea. Mm -hmm. just know. See, and in 2018 is when the Lord changed my ministry name because the ministry name was originally Minister Michelle. Well, it was Michelle Carter Douglas Ministries. And um, it was that for about a, a year. And um, 2018 is when he changed the name of it. And I'm going to look it up and see what month in, in, uh, it was in, in 2018 because the, that next year, that's, you know, the COVID, you know. And um, we are in the, 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 the season right now, 2022, um, of the open doors. And some people... Um, as I stated, you know, um, in 2021, when God blessed me with that prophecy, um, he allowed me to know that you will see a lot of, uh, manipulation by the adversary of these open and closed doors. And I, I said it then you will see a lot of false open and closed doors. So we got to pray before we make any moves. Um, another thing that is being revealed to me is why some of the churches are having the problems that they are having, you know, and, um, you know, we as shepherds, sometimes we get caught up in these titles. We get caught up in who we've known and for how long, and we excuse their wrong. And we're not supposed to do that. And some people, because they don't want people to address or, you know, judge that wrong, they, and, and I was on a spiritual advisement that I, I called in his uh, crossroads. Um, and they're a prayer line 24 seven and they offer prayer. And they also, the lady was very insightful, very insightful. And, um, she allowed me to know that when individuals, when you call people on their wrong and they flip it to make you think that you did something wrong, that was gaslighting. And so I didn't know what it was called. But I understand that now. And I see in these open and closed doors, some people are not wanting to walk through the door of, of spiritual instruction. So they gaslight. And I want us to think about that too, because when you light gas to a fire, what happens? It explodes. It explodes. So we as the people of God got to be cautious. We can't dwell in our wrong. Because we, we, we claim we want to see God face to face. We claim that we want to hear those words, job well done, keep come on in. But how are we going to come on in if we're still dwelling in our sin? You know? 
So my announcement right now is that we just learn. We ha- we we have to learn. So many people are judging so many other things, but then we don't look at the way that we are sinning. You know, the same people that I, I'm I'm just I'm, I'm just gonna say this. Um, it it was a it was a situation somebody had referred to somebody as black, 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 you know, and they're dark skin, you know, and, and, and that doesn't even make a bit of sense to me, you know, um, another comment was about people need to take out their hair. Um, that's not theirs and hair does not define me. But I let people know just because I wear weave and extensions, that's not a definition of me. I have long, beautiful hair. Uh, Everybody in my family does. You know, my mother, my daughter, my niece, my sister. You know, if Brylon let his hair grow out, Brylon's hair is very long. You know, um... So, you know, and it's not a thing of vanity, but it's because I personally think people are beautiful with or without hair. You know, we're different people, but that's what the devil, the devil is very assumptive and the devil does not like to be chastised. When we even look at the case of of Cain, God chasing Cain. He canceled Cain. Cain didn't want to hear nothing. In Cain's mind, he was thinking, I don't care. I, I, I should have this. I should have the favor of God. He didn't want to do what he needed to do to gain the favor of God. You know, and, and so at my announcement is just to be mindful and aware and, and, and take in account the scripture of being ready to preach in and out of season. You know, it's, it's, it's time now, you know, and I'm, I'm seeing that on what the Lord has called me to do. Not everybody is going to like what I say. Some people are going to call me a liar some people going to say whatever they want to say, and they can say whatever they want to say. My job assignment is from God, not man. You know, and there's a reason why the Lord blessed me with this ministry of behind closed doors. And I'm in constant prayer and conversation with the Lord because he also revealed because of what he chose me to do, there's a lot of jealousy. There's a lot of jealousy. But God said, don't worry about that. What I called you to do, nobody's going to be able to copy because it's not for them. They come to me, they will have the assignment I've given them that no other person could copy. You know? So, and I understand all of the accusations uh, prior to this because the adversary knows what's coming. He knows his time is up. And he also knows our blessings. And he doesn't want us to receive that. So, in in this, I just want to let everybody know, God is also exposing your circle. 
You know, there's people that I, I, and I didn't realize why, but there's people like this one particular person that made this comment about the hair in, 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 in black. Um, they were on my page. I didn't even realize, you know, and when it's time for people to come to the forefront, God has ordained. And for me to see what is actually going on behind closed doors and for me to talk to that person, if they receive it, they receive it. If they don't, they don't. And God also allows me and, and spoke with me to, because I said, I didn't understand until today about this song, Broken People. There's a lot of brokenness in this world, but there's the healing of God too. That's Jehovah Rapha. So to be in the position that I'm in, I have to be able to deal with brokenness. I have to find a genuine love for the brokenness in order to minister the words for healing. So, you know, God is also working on me, you know, and I receive that. I receive that in the name of Jesus because people come and, and, and sometimes they say things that is offensive, you know, because however you, 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 you cut the cake, I talked to three different people and that those statements are offensive. I took it offensive. I'm not, those are, those are very offensive words, you know? And, um, my, my thing is I have to understand what do you think God goes through? He sees all these wayward ways, you know? And, um, The song said, but God sees past the brokenness. He understands it. And when you call on him, when you call on the Lord, he helps mend that brokenness. But that brokenness becomes that beautiful scar, beauty for ashes. So I have to work my spirit. I have to pray over my spirit. I have to pummel my emotions. I have to pummel my fleshly thoughts in the aspect in, oh, what they said was so ugly and that's wrong and this, this, that, and the third. No, 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 no. Yeah. Broken people say ugly things. But if I'm a true minister of God, I see that brokenness, I see that ugliness, and I talk to him and let him come to Jesus for that healing. So then that pound of ashes can be traded for the beauty. Amen. Praise God. Um the other uh announcement i do want to uh announce that we will be having our um we will be having our god bless you thank you son we will be having our church meeting on um, the second saturday at 12 noon um 
and our third annual benefit, uh, shoes off our feet, clothes off our back. Clothing and school supply giveaway will be September the 24th at Hubbard Park from 12 p.m. to 5 p.m. Yes, in the name of Jesus. Um, we have our Bible study um, that will be this Wednesday at 7 o'clock. And uh, we will also have our church service uh, this coming up Sunday at 2 p.m. This gives us a chance to visit other churches at 11 o'clock. Are there any other announcements? Amen. With that being said, Sister Patricia, if you could do our um, altar prayer, I'm asking for prayer uh, over the Carter and Douglas family, just for us to stay uh, under the umbrella of uh, Jehovah Nisi and constant family. I'm sorry. I just hear the name of the family. Our family, the Carter and Douglas family. And also uh, Reverend Monica Beasley Martin's family. Yes, in the name of Jesus. Yes, in the name of Jesus. Heavenly Father, we come before you. Lord, we just thank you for the many blessings you have given us. Many blessings. Blessings we are aware of. And Lord, just keep us. Keep us Have eternal joy and happiness. 
chapter 43 we see here Jeremiah just 
just got done telling the people the word from God. And you see, these people were so set in their ways, they didn't want to hear the truth. You know, it's this show that I watched before. And the show was A a Few Good Men with Jack Nicholson. And there's a scene in the movie that he says that you can't handle the truth. The ironic thing is that it was actually the character that he was playing that could not handle the truth. Because, see, sometimes we get so comfortable in our wayward ways, we can't handle the truth. When we come up young, we see our parents or our grandparents or our our uncles, our aunts, or our great uncles and aunts, uh, neighbors, different, different people in the community, they say certain things. And we think because it's said, it's okay. That's just the way of life. God will look past that. God will look past that. But you know what? We got to ask ourselves. Is this spiritually logical? Because the God I serve, Yahweh, Elohim, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God I am, he looks past the brokenness to help mend that soul, that lost soul that they change. Now let's go on back. Moses killed somebody out of anger. Out of rage, he had insecurities. God looked past that brokenness, but Moses continued to make progress and change. And even though he was used by God and he was unable to let go of that rage, he could not go into the promised land. See, but again, we have to remember the transfiguration where Moses was one of them that came alongside Jesus. So what God wants from us is the attempt to change and genuine repentance and not the acceptance of society's norm. Now I grew up hearing phrases and and sayings like, oh, so-and-so got good hair. Good hair. Oh, you got good hair. And I even 
adopted some of those things. I remember finding out I was pregnant. And I prayed for all of my kids to have good hair. And I still have that a little bit. And I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to put on a facade. Because sometimes when you get so used to hearing something, it goes into that mind of ours that we're supposed to have the helmet of righteousness on, mind you. And so we think it, and it affects the eyes. Oh, I don't want kinky hair. I don't want stringy, oily hair, you know? Another thing throughout my life, you know, and this is a pet peeve of mine, skin complexion. You know, I, I, I've, 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 I've heard people that they actually get angry if somebody says a curse word. But then when a person says a person is, is, is a, a, a N-I-G-G-E-R or N-I-G-G-A or that person is Black as midnight. Even calling a person ugly. Or I've I've heard people call people high yellow. And all kinds of offensive things. But they don't consider that a curse word. And when you bring the word of God to the people about what they are doing wrong, sometimes they, they, they hold on to their titles. I'm a bishop. I'm an elder. I'm a prophetess. I'm an overseer. I'm a minister. I'm a pastor. I'm a reverend. Well, how about the title of a child of the Most High God? You know, Jesus, who was a high and, and, and is a high angel. Jesus is a high angel. But he was lowered when he came to, to, to earth. But Michael, okay, the son of only begotten son of God, when he came to earth, he set aside his titles because he wanted to get dirty. He wanted to save the lost souls. He didn't need expensive uh, clothing or shoes or five-star places to reside or eat. You know, when I even think about scriptures mentioned in the Bible about God, as he came down to eat 
with Abraham. And there's other scriptures too. You know, what was a blessing is God came down in the heat of the day. It's hot. And he broke bread with Abraham. God didn't say, well, you know what? I I, I want to make sure that you have some of your staff or whatever. Make sure they get some big leaves, the biggest you could find, the best leaves you could find. And I want them to fan me as I'm eating. And make sure you, the, the water is somewhat cold. And make sure you, you, you have the finest this out. Now, because of their heart, Sarah and Abraham, they wanted the best for God. And we, we, for some reason, think because we're in certain positions of authority that God has blessed us with, that we are above reproach and above people. And that's not so. Also, when I read these scriptures in chapter 43, you see, the people were so comfortable in the way they had become accustomed to their sin that they felt that the words from God was somehow to bring harm on them into destruction when they were to save them from destruction. It's easy to see a person's wrong and go talk about them behind their back. But out of love, when you bring it to them, that's one thing. And you know what? What brings me back to another scripture that I read. You will know them by their fruits. You will know them by their fruits. And I'm just going to I'm just going to look up the definition of a bishop. A bishop is a senior member of the Christian clergy, usually in charge of a diocese and empowered to confer holy orders. Okay? Now, I, I'm, I'm going to break this down a little bit. There's a second, diction, a, a, a second uh, definition, but it really deals with something else. It is, is an African uh, weaver bird, the male of which has red, orange, yellow, or black plumage. Um, it, you know, it's called a, a, a bishop. But saying to this, let's look up the definition of diocese. Diocese is a district under pastoral care of a bishop in the Christian church. Pastoral care. What do you think pastoral care means? When I hear, before I even look that up, to me when it comes to pastoral care, that means to take care 
of the flock with care. Mm -hmm. Now, there, um, uh, what it says here, pastoral care is an ancient model of emotional, social, and spiritual support that can be found in all cultures and traditions. So to me, when we look in that, you are to offer emotional, social, and spiritual support. Some examples they say of pastoral care uh, consist of managing a pastor's ministry schedule, taking the pastor's phone call, responding to ministry requests, and coordinating other aspects of a pastor's ministry. And that's some other uh, examples. And I'm going to go a little further. To me, if you are a sincere bishop, you are going to look for the emotional well-being of all the people that encompasses. That's why a lot of people are leaving the churches today. Because of the lack of pastoral care. You have people that so custom in their wrong, in their sin, that when they have a person come to them and, 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 and try to enlighten them, they don't want to hear it. But you know what? There's two things that I've learned. People in hell want ice water and the people that dwell in sin, they don't want to have a listening ear. That's the two things I've, I've, I've realized in my life. And I am here today because of having a listening ear. I want people to tell me if I say something, if I do something. Because I'm not perfect. I serve a perfect God. But I'm not perfect. So when we look at uh, 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 someone... And when I brought the when I brought to the ladies because she told me she had a dream that the bishop had her pinned between his legs. Now that's the dream she told me the other day. And what I told her, because I'm thinking, okay, you had a dream about this, is 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 uh uh to me um Either maybe y'all are supposed to be in a relationship or you feel that for some reason he's cutting off that intimate side to you. Because God gave me a gift too. I can interpret dreams. So not going into detail, I just told her, I said, well, maybe you all would make a good couple, you know? And she became mad and she said, he is black, 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 black. I don't want no black man. And this person has a title in the church. And so I left a message on the person's phone about it to talk about it. And they don't respond. And, and this is the thing. And you call this pastoral care and then you wonder why people leave the churches, because when they see the flaws, they feel like, well, I could deal with this in the street. Because Joe Mo, he be talking a good game, 
say he doesn't live. He doesn't live. These are people carrying high titles. The Bible talks about that. God will judge us more harshly because we're wearing those titles and we're in the positions of authority. Now, this is the, the definition of an overseer. A person who supervises others, especially workers. Now, this one doesn't have a, uh, uh, a spiritual... So I'm going to look up overseer uh, spiritual definition on this. Okay, so in here, um, the role of an overseer when it deals with, um, and again, this one, okay. In 1 Timothy chapter 3, verse 1, here is a trustworthy saying. If anyone sets his heart on being an overseer, he deserves a noble task. Not given to drunkenness, not violent, but gentle, not quarrelsome, not a lover of money. He must manage his own family well and see that his children obey him with proper respect. Now, here we see if you're an overseer, and even in the secular job speaking, an overseer oversees people, the emotional well-being. I'm going to say that. So to me, an overseer is someone who oversees the emotional well-being of others. And I'm going to come out from the pulpit. I'm going to ask the congregation, uh, am I saying anything wrong so far with the definition of the overseer? Is there anybody that has a different interpretation of what an overseer is? I don't. Oh, amen. So, you know, the overseer should, to me, make sure that everything comes out of their mouth is prosperous, encouraging, and uplifting. And see, God talks to me because the Lord let me know when people are a certain way and they, they'll get to the other people and tell their side of the story and then they, but see, God will show people who's on the vine and who's not on the vine. Because anytime you're a bishop or an overseer and you want to have the congregation in full harmony of the Lord, you're going to seek peace. Not everybody wants peace. I learned that. You know, Reverend Monica Beasley Martin, let me know, not everybody wants to be saved. When people don't want to be saved, they don't want peace. And God says, we got to seek the peace. We got to seek, how do you seek peace if you, if you don't talk about it? If you don't want to change? Jeremiah came to seek the peace 
with the people to educate them with the word of God. You know, some people, oh, you you say these are the scripture, but you don't you don't say what scripture you got it from. Well, you know what? The beauty of looking up it, 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 look it up for yourself. Because the Bible talks about that too. Whatever I say coming out my mouth, just because I'm a minister, you're supposed to go look that up in the Bible too. People talk about physically lazy people, but they're spiritually lazy people in this world too. Just lazy. God put in work every single moment of the day before the world was created and we can't give them 15 minutes of our time to pray and to ask for change. But we're we're ready to carry out these titles that sound so eloquent. Oh, it sounds beautiful. Matter of fact, I'm going to show an example. I'm going to give myself the title of a doctor. Okay? So I go into the hospital and I say, you know what? I'm Dr. Michelle Carter Douglas. Now, I'm not no doctor. I'm not no doctor. I'm Dr. Michelle Carter Douglas. They say, well, come on, doctor. We need you to get in this surgery right now. I get in there. What am I going to do? Nothing. Nothing. That's the same thing in having a title as a bishop, a minister, an overseer, a deacon, a deaconess, a steward, a stewardess. That's like the usher having the title of the usher, but all they want to do is sit. Yeah, I want to be a stewardess. It's Holy Communion. And well, well, stewardess, aren't you going to set up the the stuff for the the first communion? No, I'm tired. I'm going to sit right here. We want the title but we don't want to put in the work. And part of putting in the work is listening to the word. And that's why this pandemic is here today. That's why this pandemic came the way in the fashion that it did. And that is the very reason why God shut them churches down. That's the very reason why some of these churches is sitting and looking at empty pews and a lot of them don't even have buildings because you didn't ran the flock away that was sent by God Almighty to help keep this temple of God open. And then to fashion the wickedness, you sit up there, well, we, you, yeah, the church is closed, but you're still supposed to pay your tithes and offer because you know what? We could worship at home. It doesn't matter because the church is us. The church is us. Well, God said, you know what? You just put your foot in your mouth. I'm going to let you have it. And then what happened? You done told this lie to all these people. They stopped paying tithes because it got covered. They said, well, you know what? Hey, this little, I only get $1,000 a month. 
the hundred dollars I was putting in there, since the church is us, I could get me a little extra with that. I've been wanting to buy some DVDs. I've been wanting to get cable, and and that hundred dollars I was putting out in there, I could just put in my own home because hey, I'm the church, so the church is now my house. And now all of a sudden, since they're out there hurting. Because you can't build a church without the people of God. And the people of God cannot be blessed without the tabernacle of God. Now it's all in discord. And another thing the person said to me. Now mind you, she said about people being black and all this and that. And then when I, 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 I came to her in love trying to spiritually educate her. She said, I was of chaos and discord. And God is not of chaos and discord. But the chaos and discord came from her statements. Because the last time I checked the word of God, we are all created in the image of God. And he does not cast apart nor Jew nor Gentile. And nowhere in the Bible... Does God say my black, black children over here, my white, white children over there, my beige, beige children over here, my red, red people over here. When Jesus fed the, the crowd of 5,000, when he fed the 5,000, he didn't say all y'all blackity black people to the back, you ain't getting no love, you ain't getting no fish. We're talking about we want to be like Christ. We got to be like Christ. And that's everything. That's everything. There's a difference in having a human moment. And, and my sister, Reverend Monica Beasley Martin, I, I, I thank God for her. She told me, she said, sometimes, Michelle, you can't share your human moment with certain people because they want to bash you. I recently fell in love with a person and I had a human moment. And that same person that talked about this, they just tore me apart. But see, the, the thing about it is, in my human moment, I didn't hurt nobody but me. I didn't go around calling folks all kinds of whatever names, innocent people. No. And then we have in this in this book, and, and I thank God for sharing this with me today because I just came on this scripture today. And the Lord is allowing me to see what my job is, what my assignment is from him. And I receive that in the name of Jesus. And if we take anything from this sermon today, it's about the ability to see people embrace their brokenness Share the word of God that they can turn that brokenness into hope and trade their ashes for beauty.
Amen. Amen. you about something important. It's our Behind Closed Doors ministry, Shoes Off Our Feet, Clothes Off Our Backs, third annual clothing and school giveaway. It's a free event, games, activities, free food, free clothing, and fun. When you say it's September 24, 2022, from 12 p.m. until 5 p.m. Where are you ask? It's in Harding Park of Hubbard, Ohio. It's in Pavilion Number One. The address is 249 Roosevelt Drive, Hubbard, Ohio, 44425. Again, the address is 249 Roosevelt Drive, Hubbard, Ohio, 44425. Hope to see you there. Oh man, oh man, oh man, praise God. Um, before I give uh benedictions, Sister Nicole, do you have any uh words to uh bless us with? Well, like you said, Pastor, everybody falls short of the glory of God. And I just I want to say thank you for your humility. Thank you for your honesty and transparency. And, yeah, I mean, when I first got on here, I felt a certain way about words were said and things like that. But I know that God has touched you and that he has anointed you to be a shepherd. So, um, again... You know, I have to realize that uh, man puts man and women on pedestals, but God sends people up on high to deliver his word. And like you said in Jeremiah that we read today, that again, the shepherds that are there, that he has appointed, will continue to lead his people. And I cannot say that I have not grown in my love and understanding of his divine word with you being my leader. So I forgive you. I love you. And uh, that's what I have to say. Amen. Amen. And, you know, the, the beauty of that is knowing that nobody is perfect. Nobody is no. perfect. Because, you know, one of which, and I just, you know, say this because I believe in everybody's hearts and minds being clear um, when they leave. You know, my thing with me, and this is my exodus. This is my wilderness. I hold a lot, you know, and I recall a lot um, when it comes to words and actions. You know, and that's something that I'm working with, you know, because it, 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 it hurts. It hurts because as yeah. a young child, you know, people saying things to you about not having a father, not amounting to anything, 
um, being called a liar and always the one set out as the troublemaker. And then that's carried yeah. because that's what other people say. And they're like, well, if her family says that, it must be true. You know, and, you know, the one thing that I've learned in life is, and I was just saying this, we all have brokenness. And my prayer is to be able to see everybody's brokenness and embrace that and not turn away from that. Um, because I'm no longer Michelle. I am Michelle Harder Douglas, which is a minister of God's word. And in order for me to be a successful pastor and minister, I truly have to let go of my And as a human being, I know the adversary. Each time I go to forgive one thing, the adversary calls up another thing. You know, and and that's one thing I said, you know, um, we just all, we just all. And, 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 And another thing is speech. You know, speech and conversation. Because sometimes people say things that don't need to be said because it's going to stir up strife. And so we just have to pray on that because that's that person's exodus, you know? And I was just sharing today, the situation where, you know, somebody says something, you know, and they brought the person's name up. They had the dream about the the bishops. uh, She was pinned in between the bishop's legs. So if that conversation didn't come up, I wouldn't have replied trying to give some type of spiritual instruction and insight saying, right, well, maybe, right, maybe right. y'all, maybe, maybe y'all would be, you know, a, a good relationship. Cause she said a 39 year old was trying to date her or something. And I was thinking, well, the both okay. of them are senior citizens, you know, um, and yeah. maybe the dream that you had was, like a sexual uh, conflict or intimacy, but because I do have the gift of interpreting dreams. And she became angry and was like, he is a black, black, black man. I don't want no black, black man. But she, she's dark skinned too. You know, and so, and the reason why- That's what I love to say, I bet she's dark skinned too, that's crazy. Yeah, you know, but it comes from- yeah, Yeah, not liking herself. And when she said that, you know, it kind of brought me mentally and spiritually back to where there was yeah. guys that would tell me they don't date no dark skin, like you're pretty, but I don't date dark skin girls. And they were dark skin guys, you know, and I didn't expect this. Yeah. And I didn't expect this coming from an overseer and an elder. I didn't expect that. So my thing, you know, and I say this to people, if I have said something to you or about you, please call it to my attention. We could talk about it in private. Let us talk about it so that we can heal from it because I'm not a perfect person. Like I said, this forgiveness thing, 
You know, this forgiveness thing, it, it, and I have, un, I, I, I understand it's my exodus and it's my wilderness. And I have to yeah. get through this in order to get to the elevation where God wants me to be. Amen. Yeah. So we're going to have a conversation uh, in just a moment. Uh, may God add a blessing to each and one of you. Prosperity, health, wellness, God's protection, strength, endurance be upon you, your household, and every single member of your family. Amen, amen, amen. In amen. Jesus' name, amen. amen.